All right. Welcome to the Kids on the Pitch podcast. This is John Krasinski, Pittsburgh Soccer Now. I have a few guests already lined up here. We're ready to go because it is the WPIL boys and girls soccer playoff brackets have been released. The playoffs are, are going to be starting, I believe, as early as tomorrow with some games. And um, just uh, you got to keep up with it. We got to keep up with all this. It's a lot in, to process and in a little bit of time. We're talking about eight brackets. Uh, but joining me right now, Brandon Rossi. Brandon, um, you helped do a broadcast with us for the North Catholic game. You're out there. You see a lot of the soccer. Uh, it's so great to have you on board. And um, also with us right now is Jordan Wigan, uh, Pine Richland's boys head coach. Um, welcome both of you to the to the podcast. Uh, this is a pretty exciting day. Um, before we get into our interview with you, Jordan, um, Brandon, just any of your initial thoughts? Or what do you think about the playoff bracket reveal day? You know, it's always that exciting time of the year when it's a whole new season. And I'm sure, Jordan, you can attest to this. Everyone's everyone is playing like it's their last game. And it's a brand new season starting as of tomorrow for some teams, Saturday for some, Monday for some, et cetera, et cetera. It's really, really an exciting time to be a fan um, and someone that covers WPL soccer across Western PA. And Jordan's, uh, I think that's a, a good segue to you. The, you. You've got some time to prepare. I mean, you, you don't get back out there until October 29th. Yeah, we have a lot of time, but that's uh, that's coming at the right time. That's nice, I'm sure, for most of our teams that have been, you know, battle tested this entire time through each section from the south and north. It's definitely not easy. So it, it's come at a right time for us to have a lot of time to prepare uh, for the upcoming match. And yeah, back to uh, what you were saying before, I, I'd have to agree completely. The thing that I said at the very beginning of the season was, you know, our goal is playoffs, but once you get there, everything starts over. And quad A, I believe more than ever. Well, I mean, you, you know what Seneca is like, but I mean, honestly, I still believe any team can beat anybody on any given night in quad A and it's eight teams. And it's just going to be a flurry of th th three games. Just do, you can get on a roll for three games. Um, and Jordan, your team, you know, again, before the season, that this was the goal and you got there, but uh, I'm sure you're not satisfied. No, it's, it's kind of hard to be satisfied. I mean, it's awesome. And, you know, the boys deserve all the praise in the world. They're, you know, riding high from the accomplishment that they achieved. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, the, we, we reached our season goal. I guess I'll put it that way. So we reached our season goal now. We could start checking the boxes as we go along round by round. We hope, you know, that's that's always going to be the goal to keep progressing forward. So the matchup is let's just go. Everything is on Pittsburgh Soccer now. We tweeted everything on our Twitter account, all the brackets. Um, everything's out there. So if you want to keep up with the detail, just check it out on PittsburghSoccerNow.com. But the boys class 4A, Seneca Valley drew Upper St. Clair, uh, basically, the, the two sections, it was, the, I guess, the, the you know, one playing the fourth place team and uh, the one in the north playing fourth in the south and so on and so forth. But you, you drew Norwin, uh, and I think that's an interesting matchup. And Norwin got a three seed. 
Um, what are your initial thoughts on facing Scotty Schuchert's uh, Norwood squad? I mean, kind of, we kind of planned for going into this. We figured we'd be playing Ken and Mac or Norwin just based on where we where we landed in the standings on our side. But as I looked at it, I mean, we actually guessed Seneca, USC. Like, I think that was a pretty obvious one there. But the rest could have went either way. You know, we saw Peters as a two for sure. And then we didn't really know how they would uh, rate the rest of them. You know, Fox Chapel getting the four. So, I mean, it, it broke down a little bit differently than we expected. But at the end of the day, they're kind of all lumped together anyways. And we, we kind of prepped that we were going to be playing Norwin or Cannon Max. So, you know, at this stage, it doesn't really matter who you get. Number's just a number. Got to go out there and perform. So that's all we're focused on, at least already, <laughs> from it being released, what, a few minutes ago. <laughs> I know. Brand Brandon, did you have a question? Nope, just uh, just listening in. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's listening in like the true play-by-play -play man. He's absorbing everything so he can be ready exactly. for uh, the next broadcast, I'm sure. Um, exactly. But I, I, honestly, Jordan, I mean, this – you look up and down. Like I, I had – yeah, I, I was a little surprised by the Norwin. I thought Box Chapel was the three and Norwin was the four, but, I mean, it's neither here nor there. Um I, I, you know, I think it's it. it you got to prove it on the field. Um, but, you know, what do you think about um, in terms of the path for each team? Uh, it looks like, you know, your your side of the bracket is going to be if you get past Norwin, you have Peters Township and Butler. Uh, you're pretty familiar with Butler, obviously. Um, uh, I think it, it really can go any way, can it? Yeah, I mean, I think at this point of the season, you just, like I said, you kind of throw away the numbers, and especially mm -hmm. at the quad A level, every every team that's in it is in it for a reason. And, I mean, I even said it in past years when we were, just fell short, there's, there's teams that should be there as well, but they're not. I mean, there's still talented groups that aren't making the playoffs. So, yeah, I think when you look at this top to bottom, you just kind of throw out the numbers at this point and – whoever is in good form or whoever performs, uh, it's going to ultimately be the winner. You're not really going to see, I mean, you could see a lot of surprises. I, I could see any of these matches going either way. I wish I could say, yeah, it's easy writing on the wall for Seneca or anyone else, but at the end of the day, <laughs> upper St. Clair's looking all right too right now. So you have no idea what's going to happen next. Absolutely. So what, what's your preparation? What's your team? How do you get, your team ready. It's been a few years, uh, but you're no stranger to the WPIL playoffs. You have guided multiple programs to this point and beyond. Um, so what's, what's, what is your regiment now between now and the 29th? I mean, we're going to do as much research as we can on our opponent as I'm sure they're going to do the same for us. And uh, it's just kind of hard to get a feel because not really, there hasn't been much crossover. Um, from the sections so you could look early on in the year and see Seneca beat Norwin for nothing or Fox Chapel beat Canna Mac in overtime 2-1 but team dynamic changes so much throughout a season so it's really hard pressed for me to you know see something one way or the other but for our training regiment you know we're just going to take this time that we're given honestly I mean it's just great that we're going to be off until next Saturday that gives all the teams enough time to prepare 
to train and to rest because at the end of the day, I mean, it's just a grueling, grueling season to play all those matches in that limited window. So we're more looking forward to the rest recovery part and really start to get back after it next week. And I, I just want to say, you know, I'm excited about the fact that, you know, we got a chance at the Pine Richland tournament early in the year to see, I think about all the teams that were out there, just about all of them, I, I guess North Allegheny was the support, kind of a surprise that they didn't make it through but we know how brutal your section can be uh but yeah. we had a chance to preview and see all those teams i mean from what you saw I mean, at least from the 3a teams what, what were your thoughts and obviously that's a long time ago too teams evolve and 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 it, you know the first weekend it's it's definitely um uh, it's early and it's early early to tell but but i i saw things in moon i know that for a fact that you know i knew that that team had something and they could be very special this year uh, with, with, with copay and, and, and the surrounding cast. I mean, I, I think they're, they're, they should be the odds on favorite to win three. a Yeah. After I watched moon play at our, uh, at our JRK event, yeah, there's no doubt they're They're a very solid team. They could hang with anyone the way they played North Allegheny. And then uh, I didn't, I only caught the tail end of them versus Franklin regional, but you could very see, see that matchup come to life again. Uh, Franklin regional has just been in great form, you know, throughout the end of this second half of the season. So I, I haven't really had the chance or opportunity to see plum, but just going on their results, I'm splitting with Franklin. It'd be tough for me not to imagine those would be the top three. But then again, I, I haven't seen Kiski Pre, uh, Kiski area, and they've been doing some great things as well. All right, Jordan. Well, we're going to get on, move on to the next coach, and that's just the way it is today. It's it's a whirlwind. Um, good luck uh, with the playoffs uh, a week from. You got some time to prepare, but good luck, and uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch uh, throughout. All right, thank you. All right, Jordan. Thanks so much. All right, that was Jordan Wigan, uh, Pine Richland. What a great turn. It really, he's brought that program along and they've come, uh, they've gotten to a point now where they're they, they, in a very difficult section, um, finished third, had a good season, uh, I, I thought were, were, were really a solid group. Um, so let's just to recap, Class 4A, uh, Seneca Valley, the two-time defending champion, uh, obviously the top seed. And they're 16-0-1, and they're going to face Upper St. Clair, as Jordan mentioned, in the first round. All the 4A games, the boys' 4A games, will not start until Saturday the 29th. Uh, and so all the teams that are higher seeded are the home team. So Seneca will take on Upper St. Clair. Fox Chapel drew the four seed on that side of the bracket, too, and they'll face Cannon McMillan. It seems like Fox Chapel and Cannon Mac every year play in the the, the playoffs and uh, going back to when my son played for Fox Chapel. So uh, it just seems like a thing. Um, but yeah, that'll be the four five matchup. And then Peters Township, which won the section two, will be hosting Butler. And then, of course, we talked about Norwin and Pine Ridge. And so plenty of time to prepare for those matchups and talk about that because that's over a week away, more than a week away. But I'd like to transition over to uh, class 3A and Brandon, uh, you've seen some of those teams this year, and you're out of see a lot of games out at West Allegheny. Moon got the top seed. I mean, what are your thoughts on Moon? Quite frankly, uh, I'm not entirely surprised. I think that Moon team from top to bottom is very complete, very dynamic, and can beat you in a lot of ways. They can score at will. 
Uh, they can pressure you defensively. I mean, the defensive tallies speak for themselves, speak for itself, only holding opponents to just five goals all season, uh, two to Franklin Regional, two to Ambridge, and one to Chartiers Valley. Um, and whenever you have the the offense that can score almost at will and you have all of the pieces around you, um, both young and old or more experienced, I should say, and uh, also, too, with the stout defense um, led by led by the the goalkeeping for Moon, Zach Shutak, leading the way in net for the Tigers. Um, this Moon team is dangerous, and they're looking for their first WPIL championship since 2003. Uh, first undefeated season and possibly, or at least unbeaten season, mm-hmm. um, in, right. and possibly in school history, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, uh, yeah, moon in, in recent years, you know, they couldn't get past that West day hump with West day being at the top of the section for quite some time. The Indians, uh, this year, not that as much success and moon was able to reap the benefits. And, uh, now the tigers, the, um, top seed coming out of that daunting section out of section two and moon right now, just the way that they played, um, from top to bottom, they, at least in my opinion, it's hard to say they're not the favorite at this point. Oh, I agree. I saw them, as I mentioned, the Pine Richland tournament, uh, saw them a couple other times uh, here and there. And they, they just, you know, Cope is a, he's a division one player. His brother's a division one player that they have the supporting cast around him. They have some big physical players. I thought the only thing, the concern I had, and but that was so early in the season, was they ran out of gas a little bit against North Allegheny. They were on the front foot for most of that match. The same thing in the Franklin Regional game. They were on the front foot for most of the match. They're really good at high pressing, really making teams make mistakes. Um, and they did that really well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. So we're going to um, we'll go back to 3A a little bit um, later, but we have now have another guest on the line. So we're going to bring on Rob Fabian um, from Greensburg Central Catholic. Uh, Rob is uh, definitely excited about his team's uh, seating, I'm sure. So uh, he's uh, joining us now. Um, I think that's Rob right there. Hey, Rob, can you hear us? Hey, John, I can hear you. Great, great. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're real happy to have you on here. Um, you and I were exchanging text messages earlier today, and I, I always appreciate the banter. I really do. And, um, and I, you know, I might, I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong. I did some projections on uh, Class 1A, and I, I did see, I saw Win, uh, Winchester Thurston at the beginning of this season, so I was a little enamored with their ability to beat, uh, you know, Class 3A teams, and so I, I maybe... Maybe you'll be able to shut me up, uh, but you guys did the trip and uh, the state um, ranking system and a lot of people really like what you're doing. And I believe me, I'm seeing your scores and you guys earned that um, number one seed Greensburg Central Catholic uh, in the brackets released today. What, what's your initial emotion um, after seeing the brackets? Uh, extremely happy that we got the number one seed, obviously, Winchester Thurston, Swickley Academy, both would would have been deserving of it as well. Um, Winchester Thurston winning the state title last year and the WPIL title, certainly uh, more than deserving. But, you know, our team has played um, – hold on one second. Our team has played um, a tremendous a tremendous schedule. I, I thought we, we played a lot of 
Um, the teams that we played in Class A at the beginning of the season were ranked in the top five throughout the season. Um, purposely tried to make our schedule against our our non-section opponents, especially tonight we're playing Kiski area, which is a highly ranked triple A team um, as tough as possible to prepare us for the playoffs. So getting the number one seed certainly, uh, certainly was nice to see today. So you've had a lot of returning players. So that was the big thing, you know, both your program seems like you're bringing a lot of good players that they could play for four years. And it's one advantage maybe in class one, a, um, just talk about some of the contributions you've received from your team this year. And just, again, once again, high scoring. Um, I know you, you like to be on the front foot a lot and, and play physical sometimes too, but just talk about your, your team and some of your key contributors. So we do, we have a lot of returning starters from, from last season, um, you know, returning Carlo Dennis, Kyler Miller, Jake Gretz, Max Eckley, Jackson Vacanti, um, all very good players, all players that play um, club soccer throughout throughout the year. So we're fortunate in having them back. But we also have, you know, some other guys, James Brewer and, and uh, Tom Oldenburg, ben, ben Duong, that are also returning players for us. So we have a good, solid eight to nine returning starters from last season. Um, and we have a lot of players that have the potential to – score score lots of goals uh you know one of my biggest concerns at the beginning of the season was not so much our ability to score goals but the amount of goals that we were allowing um and we've certainly turned that around here in the last seven games having four shutouts and only allowing five goals so that's really what i'm most um, impressed with as we move through the entire season was our ability to to really work on our defending and be more solid from that end of, end of the, the field because I know that we can score goals. Not allowing them in the playoffs is going to be a huge factor with, with allowing us to, to, to move through the bracket. And you mentioned playing Kiski tonight and having the, you know some going outside a section, going outside uh, sometimes of classification. You know, how, how do you feel about your team's overall um, health and depth as well because it is a long season and you have to jump right back in not like we were just talking to Jordan Wagon and Pine Richland it's like they get a whole week plus uh, off here um how, how's your yeah. team holding up well one of the things that I've always done with my teams that I've coached here at GCC is we we don't we don't overexert them throughout the regular season so if we're playing three games in a week, we're not practicing two days. I could tell you that. Um, we don't spend a lot of time on the practice field uh, when we have that amount of games because I know that our season is going to extend most likely into November. So I don't want to stress their bodies with five days a week or six days a week on the field. So um, we don't do a lot of that. Now when the playoffs start, we'll spend a little more time on the practice field just because we'll have more time in between games. Um, so as from a health standpoint, we had one injury at the beginning of the season It happened in an exhibition game. One of our outside defenders uh, broke his arm just recently, uh, literally this week, mm -hmm. finally got the cast off and is going to be playing tonight without it. Um, but other than that, I mean, our team fortunately has been extremely healthy, haven't had, 
a whole lot of injuries. I have a couple guys miss a game here or there just because of you know, a quad or an ankle injury, but nothing serious from that standpoint. So we're going into the playoffs. We are 100% healthy and, and ready to go. Our depth is, you know, we'll probably go 13, 14, 15 deep on our roster if we need to. Um, but we do rely a lot on our, our starting 11. Um, Rob, I, I, you know, I'm just looking at 1A this year, and I just feel like it looks deeper. I mean, the fact that Winchester had some hiccups in 1A, um, you know, you, you guys just really did an impressive – I think maybe one of the things that won the committee over and a lot of people, you know, beating Charleroi. You know, Charleroi is a very good team program that just dropped down from 2A. Like, um, So I look at Charleroi as an eight seed. Um, so I, I think one A is deeper, don't you? I, I really feel like it seems like I think it's some of those quarterfinal rounds, uh, uh, semifinal round matches for everyone uh, will get interesting. And of course, we saw what happened last year with you guys against Eden. Um, I mean, that was an unbelievable game, a classic. Um, and I think from our standpoint, we'd love to see another game like that. Uh, I'm sure you won't want to see that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, the bottom half of our bracket on our side, the, the four teams down there with Seton LaSalle, Eden, Bentworth, um, the, those teams are, are capable of, of winning, winning games. I mean, we played five of the seven teams on our side of the bracket during the season. Uh, Charleroi, obviously, Bentworth, Eden, Seton LaSalle, and um, – uh, Trinity Christian, and the, I mean, they have they have good players. I mean, they're good teams. They, they're capable of uh, of having. I mean, that bottom those bottom four teams. Any any one of the four could come out of that group. And then you know, up on our side, if we're fortunate enough to win our first game, we could have another matchup with Charleroi. You know, three times in in one season. Um, not the best thing to have as a, as a team or a coach to, to play a team three times in a season. But, you know, I, I will be prepared for it, obviously, having seen them twice in our section. But they're also a, a, good, a good team. And our last game against them obviously was lopsided, but there was a red card in the game early on. Um, one of our players got pulled down on a breakaway. So that sort of changed the complexion of that game but you know they they have the ability to win games as well so it's it is a deep tournament um you know there's some teams definitely on the higher end of the spectrum but there's a lot of teams right in that middle area that could definitely cause teams problems throughout this tournament for sure and and what what do you like most about this time of year and this, you know, today and all the excitement, what, what gets you all charged up about this? I'm sure you've been around the game for a long time, but really there's nothing like this leading up to the playoffs and then just being part of this. Isn't, isn't there, it's a really special time of year. It, soccer. Yeah. It's just a lot of, you know, the, the crowds are, the, the crowds are bigger. You usually have multiple games at a site, you know, so there's either a game before you're a game after. So there's always a lot of, people around watching the game the the games obviously get a lot of press from you guys uh a lot of coverage which the kids obviously love um it's just all of that you know and having that opportunity 
to go down to Highmark Stadium and unfortunately not this year at Hershey, but in the past going to, to Hershey and, you know, playing in that stadium and having a chance to, to win that trophy and get that big chocolate bar at the end is, you know, the kids love that stuff. So just a great time. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're, to be I don't know what, I don't know what they're going to give away at Cumberland Valley. What do you, what do you know? Do you know anything about <laughs> Cumberland Valley? Anybody? Brandon? You know? I don't. <laughs> I heard the stadium's really nice, but yeah, I, I mean, that's it. I guess they, they really won the, uh, the W, uh, the PI, uh, you know, PIAA over for, uh, to, to do it. But, uh, all right, Rob, thank you. Uh, you know, I appreciate your time. Really, really looking forward. I think one A is going to be great. I think there's going to be a lot of good matchups and, um, you know, we're definitely looking forward to seeing how, um, Greensburg central Catholic and all the teams do in one A. I appreciate it, John. Thank you for uh, all the coverage that you guys give to these um, student athletes throughout the year. I know they appreciate it. We do. And uh, look forward to seeing you over the next couple of weeks. All right. Thanks, Rob. Take care and good luck. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That was Rob Fabian from Greensburg Central Catholic head coach. They, uh, you know, I think, as I said, 1A is going to be tough. Winchester Thurston, we saw them very talented players, um, you know, uh, Alex Haskarok and um, Oliver Debu, and there's just, you name it, they 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 won the Whitfield, they won the PIAA last year, and this year they, they I mean, they were still very impressive, but, um, but, they, but they did have a few hiccups in 1A, and I think that's probably what cost them the one seed uh, where Jim Greensburg jumped in and, and have, especially as Rob said, towards the end, it's really turned things up. All right, so in terms of boys, uh, we haven't talked about 2A, and we talked a little bit about 3A, and we did talk 4A with Jordan Wigan. But uh, when you look at the boys' 2A, it's like Quaker Valley has ruled boys' 2A. You know, Shadyside Academy put a dent there. Uh, the Deer Lakes team with Michael Sullivan, you know, had that special year. But it's really been Quaker Valley's classification uh, with those exceptions of those two Shadyside miracle wins uh, at Highmark Stadium in um, 2019 and 2018. But um, but yeah, Quaker Valley just, just seems like a well-oiled machine. And they've gone out of out of section, out of classification. That's where all their losses are. Uh, but yet the committee, just South Park was undefeated. And they, they once again awarded South Park with the number one seed. And last year, South Park Lost in the quarterfinal round, but I believe it was to North Catholic. Uh, so anything's possible. And I think this 2A bracket is going to be very, very competitive. Um, but and, and anything's possible. Um, but yeah, just to, just to kind of scan through the 2A bracket, uh, Brandon, I'm looking at, um, you know, obviously South Park gets to one seed. They'll play Mount Pleasant in the first round. All the games will be Monday uh, for for. 2A Monday. Uh, we'll see McGuffey and Knock uh, as the 8 9 game on the same side as the South Park Mount Pleasant bracket. And then Deer Lakes, who finished again. I think like every year, Deer Lakes and Shadyside Academy finished for a tie in their section. Uh, and once again, they did uh, split in their series. Um, 16 and 2, Deer Lakes team is a solid program. They'll take on Hopewell. And then Bell Vernon and West Mifflin, two teams that, you know, that 5-12 matchup sometimes can go either way. Um, it's, we've seen a lot of uh, just tournament style 
Um, and then on the other side, on the Quaker Valley side, they'll they'll take on Freeport, uh, the 15 seed. East Allegheny takes on Avonworth in a 7-10 matchup. And then, of course, Shadyside Academy is just talking about they'll take on Keystone Oaks. And then Beaver takes on Brownsville at the bottom of that Quaker Valley side of the bracket. Does anything jump out to you, Brandon? Uh, you know, it, it, at least in terms of outside of South Park and Quaker Valley, not necessarily. But uh, to to jump on the South Park um, the Quaker Valley debates. Um, <laughs> now, I think Quaker Valley has had a tougher schedule. But South Park, um, I think what really opened some eyes to the committee was the victories over Thomas Jefferson and Mars. Sure. No, they were not. In, they were section play. They were not in section play. So at the end of the day, it doesn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things. But whenever you are able to knock off some top tier programs like a Thomas Jefferson, like a Mars. Um, it's going to turn some heads. Above you. And, yeah. And, and, in 3A. And, uh, mm -hmm. and South Park, um, even go back not too long ago, we were talking about South Park as kind of the kings of the WPIL in that middle to lower uh, classification soccer back whenever there were three classifications. Right. Uh, South Park was always in the hunt, it seemed like, for a conference championship looks like it's going to be the same way this year um but when you but here's the thing too um also with that section that south park is in um at least within the section um quaker valley section i would say is um significantly tougher than than south parks um, right. And I think last year, North Catholic was in that section and three teams. Now, North Catholic and Ambridge both moved up to 3A. But mm -hmm. still, I agree with you. I think that the, those teams in that section, uh, you know, have shown this year that they can they can they're pretty tough. Right. And when you when you look at um, the top the top three seeds coming out of the section, um or for the uh for section one that's south park section east allegheny is seven they're 13 and three um and uh west mifflin who is the 12 in section four you have beaver the six um going up and then uh avonworth is the 10 so obviously section four is favored more so than than section one um, so that's something else too, that you have to keep in mind, um, as to how the committee sees the sections, how tough, uh, that the, the conference schedules or the section schedules can be. And, and, you know, it, it, it plays a factor when you have that strength of schedule. And I think too, with, with Quaker Valley, you could make the argument that, um, the Quakers could be number one, but there's two factors. One South Park has a tougher schedule. Two, South yeah. Park is undefeated. Um, and Quaker Valley, they've had some good wins. But when you look at the schedule, um, the, two, the two losses to other WPIL opponents, I'm not counting the Fleetwood loss in the East-West Classic, losing to Mars, one nothing, losing to Moon, one nothing. Two teams, again, we talked about Moon earlier in the show. Moon is the odds-on favorite uh, it, by many people, I would say. Yeah. Mars is going to be in the conversation. 
And even though Quaker Valley hung on with them, still didn't come away with the win. So um, would South Park get the win against Moon? Tough to say, but I think it would be close. Um, but that's just that's just the way that I see things. Well, I appreciate that perspective. I really do. And, um, you know, I think that's a good way to kind of wrap up the boys side of things. Uh, but just as crazy, like in years past, they would play all the games in the first round on the same day. Well, it's not happening this time around. So the boys, I was just looking this over. So you're going to have Saturday. It's going to be boys 3A. Monday, I believe, um, I believe it's boys 2A. Correct. It's Tuesday on, on Monday. Yeah. And then Tuesday, it will be um, the class A, single A. And then the quad A will be jumping in, as we talked earlier, much later in the process uh, on Saturday, because there are only eight teams and they're essentially starting it out as a quarterfinal round. So very interesting scheduling this year by the WPIL. Uh, I think it it's a little more work for us. <laughs> Uh, more games to cover uh, same amount of games but more days to cover games but hey it's all fun and it all leads to one place the road to Highmark stadium so uh, brandon thanks for joining me for the boys side of this podcast uh we are going to wrap it up we're going to uh, hopefully everyone will get a chance to listen on the girls side we got a couple of good guests coming up uh for that one too so be sure to listen there this is kid been kids on the pitch podcast part one of our wpial um playoff bracket reveal day so we're looking forward to sharing part two coming up next